Hello, and welcome to the Mighty Mom Podcast. I am Kaylee McClellan. And I'm Katie Oster. We are two moms on a journey to remember and care for the women we are within. Join us each week as we dig deep, explore the tools and concepts that will reconnect us to our power within and help us grow and shift through the thick of mom life. Um, I'm doing okay. I think I've had better, better days for sure. Um, yeah, we've had a bit of a rough weekend. Um, motherhood can just throw you for a loop sometimes, right? So we're, yeah, yeah, we're certainly going through a big transition period. Um, I mean, obviously I'm about to have another baby, so that's transition on the horizon. Number one. Um, and number two, um, since about like four months old, Phoenix has used that lovey, like a cloth kind of muslin doll to put himself to sleep. Um, And we're down to like, we've been down to one um, because the other one completely disintegrated and he won't accept new ones, yada, yada. Um, And so um, when I picked him up at daycare on Friday, she was like, oh, like, you know, I put him down on Thursday, like without his lovey, not really like thinking. And he cried out for a little bit, but then I just kind of rubbed him and he went down fine. And on Friday he went down without it. No big deal. So I was like, oh, okay, well maybe this is our opportunity to like backpedal a bit, move away from the lovey because I mean, as much as it's been a great kind of tool to help him go to sleep, it's also got another dark side to it, right? It's always wet. It's a haven for bacteria. We have to cart it everywhere we go. I forget it sometimes. And then he's got to learn, like, go to sleep without it anyways. If we travel, if we go camping, you're bringing this, like, cloth wet doll everywhere. And it's not ideal. Um, But it's been tough because he's going through a transition now of not using this lovey and it's been a little hard on him like he's not necessarily calling out for it but he's needing additional support right now um to just settle himself and at first I was really strong and confident and was trusting that we're making the right decision but today I started to unravel because I'm exhausted I've been getting up at quarter to five every fucking day um and it makes right. you guess it right so I think it's just tough and I'm having to um yeah I think I'm just having to remind myself a lot of things right now like a to trust in the bigger picture of things that sometimes it can feel like when you zoom into these micro moments you can feel like you're just causing a huge issue and are going to cause trauma for life and you're the worst parent in the world and but there's another side of things too right and I just had a shower and I was kind of reflecting on it and I'm like you know what like I feel like it's easy um it's easy to try to avoid uncomfortable situations. And this uh-huh. is one of them. This is a situation that is going to cause a bit of upset. And it, the timing sucks. Like, we're about to have a new baby. There's 
you know, like there's no denying that, but is there ever a right time to introduce discomfort and, um, to flip life upside down? And it's easy, I think, to try to avoid that forever. And I feel like, you know, on my own life and through my own like journey and stuff, I think it's easy to look back and say, okay, well, you know, how I'm going to change the way I raise my kids from the way I was raised is to just always be there for them, always avoid upset and heartache. Mm -hmm. And, um, because that's clearly what's fucked me up, you know, is having to go through challenging situations and my parents not like tending to me and and everything I've always needed and stuff. And I kind of just like questioned myself today. I was like, well, what if this is part of the learning and the journey is to not avoid these situations and although they're uncomfortable and emotional and hard what if getting through them as a family is part of like the learning and the growth and um maybe that's what makes us like stronger and have more tools to rely on later on in life instead of avoiding these situations and even though it like yeah of course it kind of sucks and I could just let him have this lovey until he wants to give it up and that's definitely option number one you know but I think there's a part of it that just doesn't make sense in a lot of ways too so we feel like we want to move away from it. Um, but it's tough because you're like, clearly he wants it at some level and it makes you spin, you know, but, um, yeah, I'm just trying to bring myself back right now. I think to, to trust in the discomfort and trust in these like sticky transitions and to try to lean into it and surrender to it and know that it's going to be messy for a few days or a week or whatever, but things always do go back. Right. And I have, it's temporary and Mm-hmm. I have to trust in the bigger picture of love and support and know that that will always conquer my child more than anything that I'm not yeah. taking away the one thing that will comfort him. Like he's comforted in so many ways and will always be. And I think mm-hmm. I just have to keep trusting in that right now, you know, but that's yeah. not to say I haven't shed a lot of tears and <laughs> have questioned things and, it's just been a bit of a sticky morning and yesterday leading into today, it's just been like, Oh shit. You know, like, is this the right thing to do? Going back to that question, which we all know there is no right thing to do. Um, Exactly. Mm -hmm. Just trying the best thing that works for you right now, like, and trusting yourself, your gut thought is not wrong. And I love how you said, you know, I mean, it's true. It's like this, this lovey sometimes just eases the discomfort and makes the shitty stuff go away, but it's not more important than you are. Yeah. It doesn't replace you. It's just another tool that helps him soothe at the moment. And oh my goodness, mom, there's just so much from what you just laid down that I'm like, there's so many layers of that that are just oh. like just really should I can do but I think like the discomfort is a huge one and trusting ourselves through the discomfort because Mm -hmm. there is a part of us that wants to save our children from all of the discomfort that we went through that were 
that we deal with now in adult life that yeah. we're like, okay, this is where my parents failed. I don't want to do that. I want to save this failure. Mm -hmm. And some of those things are great lessons to not repeat, but some of them, but like, you, yeah, I also agree. We essentially can't save them from all of it. It is impossible. No. We keep growing. I, yeah. And part of that is the gift that they get to learn from as they grow up and they get to change and mm -hmm. grow through that too. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. Cause I feel like, I feel like that's something that I think of why do I meditate or why have I turned to some of these like self-help books and stuff and it's to learn how to deal with the discomfort, right? Like mm -hmm. that's what all of these tools essentially help bring me back to. It's like recognizing that discomfort is never going to go away. Like we're always going to have shit that's going on in our environment, in our government, in everywhere around us that like challenges us or whatever and it's learning like how to remain calm and collected throughout that and so yeah it's funny because like I was talking to my mom just through text and like her immediate response is oh no like why do you have to take it away you know right. like why are you causing discomfort? Like just always it, avoid. <laughs> avoid, 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 avoid. And it's yeah. just interesting that that's what she naturally defaults to. And what a part of me like was like thinking I just need to give in and whatever. And it's, it's just like, it's not about that, right? It's about a bigger picture. It's about like, okay, we're making a transition. We're going through something tough and it's a bit challenging right now and it's sticky, but we don't need to like sit and analyze every moment and micro moment of it either. Right. And that's what I can tend to go into is, okay, how is this going to affect him later on in life? What is he thinking? What is going on right now? What are we doing? How, you know, it's easy to try to like pick it apart, but yep. then it's like, okay, let's take a step back. Like he is so loved. He is like surrounded by parents who care for him, who are here for him, who are giving him as much as support and presence and whatnot throughout this transition as possible but that doesn't mean it's not going to be sticky and it's not yeah. going to come without emotions and frustrations for all of us and it's easy to just want to run from it and I yeah. was like going to that place last night I'm just like I want to run like I just want to run away I just want to stop it but then I you know and then today was this morning was the peak of it because mm -hmm. I'm also tired and a big part was like okay well I need to keep him home from daycare I need to control as much as I need to mm -hmm. I need to just try to get things back to normal and then I was like no like I need to do some things for me. I need to rest and recharge. I need to refill my cup. You know, I reached out to daycare. They're supporting us. They're with us on this, you know, like journey. And, and so you realize that it is a village that there's lots of us that are in on this process. You know, like it's, it's a bigger picture. I think this is a micro moment in a journey of raising children is that we, we can't take it all on. And I think I was taking on his happiness and contentment and feeling secure and safe all on in that like small moment mm -hmm. decision with this freaking lovey, which I know in like a month, I'm going to be like, Oh my God. Like as if <laughs> it was such a big deal, you know, right? we yeah. go 
you don't get that perspective sometimes until you're out of the thick of it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah to that, that gem right there. It's the responsibility. Yeah. We feel responsible for con- constantly yeah. for their happiness, for their success, for their evolution in life, for their personalities. That's something I'm dealing with right now with little yeah. Miss Isla Ray is feeling yeah. responsible for her character, for everything that she does. I don't make her do anything. Mm-hmm. I try. That's a whole other topic right there is the control. I try. I can't, especially with Isla, the more that I try to control, the more she is going to kick back. Right. She's not responsible yeah. for their actions or their feelings. As much as we love them, as much as we surround them with lovies, <laughs> we're not responsible. Mm-hmm. We can love them and do the best to help them. But like you say, the discomfort is, it's a constant. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that we're like, we have to suffer and be upset all the time, but it is going to be, and I guess maybe constant isn't really the right word because it's not life isn't always uncomfortable but no, no. we can't really we can't avoid it a hundred percent no it's true and I I think that is a big part of it is that it's labeling these emotions and this time as bad right it's like yeah because he, you know he's going through a bit of an emotional time right now and is a little bit thrown off a little bit that means i failed that means i'm done something wrong like and when he's happy and content and whatnot then i've succeeded i've done well and i think mm. it's just trying to like remove those labels a bit from it and just say like both of these are part of life, right? It's, and I think Mm -hmm. that's the big lesson that I'm trying to tap into right now is just to like surrender to this discomfort and the fact that, yeah, this kind of sucks right now. It sucks for all of us. I'm a bit more tired than I want to be going into my 39th week. Andrew's a bit tired going back to work on a Monday morning. Phoenix is a bit tired. Like we're all a bit tired and it's a little tough on all of us, but that's not bad, right? That doesn't mean like that we're failing or we're doing something wrong. It just means we all need to like give each other a bit more space or a bit more support and come together versus like run away from it all you know I don't know if that makes sense absolutely it does and I love how you just kind of unveil that like this is the opportunity to come together and support in other ways that's the gift of the discomfort right yeah and like that's a beautiful opportunity where you just really realized and I think this exists in all of us like this is something especially for me is unpacking this limiting belief that I succeed when they're happy and I'm failing when they're not totally or when they have a meltdown or when they lash out like that's absolutely the narrative that goes on in my mind and I think for a lot of us is that I'm failing because they're not happy right now yeah that isn't the ultimate goal of life and like you said like there's there's you know, or the cliche, you know, we, we grow from the struggle or it's an opportunity to learn, or really it's just, you know, like sometimes shitty things are also good. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the reality of it. But 100%. when it comes to like, 100%. right. But yeah. When it comes it's just to using like, what we oh, do in those moments. Right. I think that's exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Like 
or like saying one of the, like I yell at my daughter, I hate doing that. I'm not saying it's necessary, but then there's an opportunity to teach or learn or show extra love in that situation, mm-hmm. to apologize. I'm going to show you how I'm going to deal with being human because this is going to happen sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to always do it. I feel like it's happening more now than nor than I would love than I'm comfortable with, but it's also really hitting this wall of awareness in my face a lot more often too. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of, a lot of learning right. and self-discovery coming from these uncomfortable discomfort moments. But mm-hmm. when it comes to motherhood and especially when it comes to like sticking your finger in the socket over sleep is when we are probably least likely to volunteer to be, to jump into the discomfort For sure. when it comes to your sleep. Like that's, sure. yeah. Yeah, right. and that's why I feel like I'm friggin' crazy and jumped off the deep end, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. worst effing timing of life. Um, but again, this is life, right? That there is no perfect timing for anything. And it usually seems like when one thing's about to happen, everything is about to happen. <laughs> yeah. That's just how it is. And I think that's part of this, like, the things we can control and not control and what, you know, just how we choose to react to the situations and Mm -hmm. yeah. And just knowing that there's a bigger picture at play that our micro decisions and choices matter for sure they do. And I think giving back our power and our awareness and um through those moments is really essential but I think there's also another side that we need to surrender and let go to and that's like this bigger picture of of life and love that it's ultimate that it's eternal that it's like forever you know and that to feel comforted and supported and confident. It's bigger than these little micro decisions that we make. Yes, they do matter. I'm not taking away from that because I'm all about, you know, like being aware and conscious and taking back the things we can control. Um, But at the same time, there's a part of us that we need to just trust, I think. Yes. You know, and, and, when we're able to do that, it just takes a bit of that weight off and a bit of that pressure because man, trying to like analyze those micro decisions and when we make them so much bigger, I think then they necessarily need to be in a moment. It can send you spinning out of effing control. Like I look at Andrew, he's going through the exact same experience right now as I am. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't have the hormones pumping through him. He's not preparing for labor. Like trust me, we are different, but he is experiencing a similar situation and he's remaining calm. I'm like, why aren't you? (gasps) I know, right? Like, well, because like, I just believe that we're making the best decision we can right now for our child that we can with like what we know and what we're trying to do. And he's like, yeah, it sucks. And it's a bit of a, you know, discomfort, but it's okay. It doesn't mean what we're doing is wrong. And I'm like, ah, like, I know what the fuck is wrong with you. You're like, thank you for clearly like being calm and sane through it. I know. Like, yeah. We need both of us for damn sure like in, in this yeah. journey together of parenthood. Yeah. Um, 
but it just it's crazy how just different he analyzes and interprets a situation he's yeah. not taking it and running with it and I think that's the big thing that I know at least I can tend to do and I know a lot of us as mothers do is we just run with these thoughts and these ideas and we spin and we second guess and we overthink and we and that's when we get further and further and further away from like yeah what feels good to us or you know like it's just kind of confidence and yeah I totally can relate to that like Anton is the same way he's that rock that when I'm like having <laughs> a shit throwing competition with Isla over a fucking newborn sweater Anton's the one that's like yeah it's annoying but you gotta chill out a little bit Katie right <laughs> not a big deal yeah but I'm like but I'm trying to lay down a boundary right here right now but it's like they're just so much easier for them to choose their battles and they really mm. choose so little battles yeah it's like they have this a little bit more ease to just choose the path of least resistance yeah over certain things yeah and maybe and that's kind of just um maybe a masculine feminine way of with just way we're hardwired it is if we let it we can cling to or obsess over or become more attached to being control over the outcome of this thing that we're responsible for that we assume responsibility over mm-hmm. and it's really funny because I'm finding more and more we'll have these conversations but I wouldn't say that Anton is like a spiritual guy or he's definitely not into the woo-woo but sometimes yeah. it's funny to just see them trusting the universe to help them handle situations totally Without even recognizing let it go, <laughs> right? But it's so much hard fucking work for us to do. Like, do you understand how much I meditate and journal to be able to do that? And you just said, okay. And you did it. Like, what the fuck, man? Because <laughs> we overcomplicate everything. Right? Yes. We yes. do. We overcomplicate so much shit. And it's like, it comes from the right place. I know it does. We've got all the best intentions yeah. in the world and we're doing it because we care and we love and we want. Yeah. But sometimes it's just like all of that energy gets focused into these like little situations that like burn us the F out and we forget to take a step back and to breathe and to trust and be like, okay, like, yeah, this fucking lovey sucks right now. And it's easy to slip into that. I'm making the worst decision of my life. I'm taking away his only comfort right now. As a new baby comes, yada, yada, yada. You could spin it like crazy. Or I could just say, yep, this really fucking sucks right now. We're going through a shitty time. We're going to be over it soon. He is loved. I love him. Andrew loves him. Our whole neighborhood, like he's surrounded by so much love. He's going to get through this. Yeah, it sucks. And it sucks for all of us, but all of us are going to get through this. And like, Mm -hmm. isn't that refreshing to just like, remember that when times are shitty, that it's okay, we're going to get through it because Mm -hmm. I don't always have those coping skills. Right? When shit gets sticky or uncomfortable, I panic. Yeah. That's why I have to meditate and why I have to do things because I don't know how to deal with those situations sometimes. And this is a huge example of that is like, I want to run. I want to avoid it. I don't want to deal with it. I'm panicking. I'm overthinking. I'm stressing. 
when really the reality is in a week, this is all going to be gone. It's all going to be okay. So how can I surrender into this week, give into the emotions, the discomfort, and just support and be here and not let it consume me and take over me and take away from my knowing that I'm a good parent and that I love my child and I support him and I'm doing what's not only best for him, but best for me, for Andrew, for our new child that's coming. Like, you know, like we, we all matter in this situation. Yeah. 100%. So what are some choices that you have made to support you best through this discomfort? Sure. Yeah. Well, Andrew taking Phoenix this morning and dropping him off at daycare. And um, I went back to bed and I rested. I've reached out to people. We're having this conversation right now, you know, um, right. I'm, I'm working through it. I'm working through the process. I talked to Priscilla, who is um, where uh, Phoenix goes for his home daycare, who is lovely. And she just said like, you know, this is what we're going through. He's going to be a bit emotional. He might need a bit more sleep. And she's like, no problem. We got this. Like, it's all good. Like this is a transition and we're all in it together. I've reached out to neighbors just to, just to make people aware that we're going through this and it just validates that discomfort's okay. I think, I think that's the big thing and recognizing, I think I was a little ticked off with my mom's response. Like, like what the fuck, you know, like, yeah. Can't you just support me right now versus like, well, why question me? Well, why are you doing this? And I get that she naturally just wants to make everybody content and happy and life is better when nobody's upset and um, when no one's unsettled and I get where she's coming from, you know, but maybe this is, this is that change, right. That's happening. This awakening, this, like, it's okay Mm -hmm. to have this discomfort. It's okay to stir shit up and Mm -hmm. it doesn't, we can get through it still. So I think those are a couple big choices is reaching out and talking about it and processing Mm -hmm. it, trusting in it, and also choosing to care for myself throughout this process, because I know that I'm not going to be able to support Phoenix and have the presence that he might need when I pick him up later. If I keep him with me all day, I fight it, I second guess it, I get frustrated because he's tired and I'm tired, I don't know what to do, like, you know, Mm -hmm. so taking a step back and, and trusting in other people to step in to help, even in moments that are uncomfortable and you know, that are on the unknown. And because I think it's easy to just retreat and recluse and want to control it all and to take it all on. Yeah, I know that's gonna make me spin even more, make me more tired. So it's like, okay, what do I need right now? I need a, a little bit. I need to take a step back yeah. so that I can step back in to support my kid too. And knowing that when I take a step back, I'm not leaving him out to dry. Other people are stepping in, including yeah. the universe, the, like, right. you know, or God, or whatever you want to call it, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
he there's other things at play always that are are stepping in when we need to take a step back and we can't forget that that just because we're choosing to take a step back doesn't mean we're choosing abandoning exactly yes because that's a word I used I'm like I'm abandoning my child I'm just leaving him out to dry I'm throwing him to the wind I'm you know and is that really fair is that really true yeah, no, right? Question those words because <clears throat> the thoughts that pop into our mind, it's really funny actually. Recently, I've been kind of brought back to that image of like the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. And I think it was like, I kind of processed that more as like a comical cartoon thing, but I think that's legitimately real. We absolutely have a devil that whispers, you suck, you're failing. And there's an angel that says, hey, keep going, you've got this. Mm. We don't have to listen to the devil. Just because that pops into our mind doesn't mean it's right. Those mm. stories aren't always true. You don't yeah. have to attach to that. So true. Well, that's just like what the power of meditation like teaches you, right? Is that thoughts are going to pop up into your mind constantly and we don't have control over those all of the time right like yes there are things we can control but when you think about mind body spirit and all that stuff like who are we well we're separate from all of that right like we aren't our mind we are separate from our mind so we need to recognize that our minds are going to do what they do and we just need to recognize like okay yeah i'm not attaching to you or i see you but that's all right like i'm going to let you pass like we don't need to become what our mind the places our minds go to or the emotions we feel like everything like that we are separate from all of that you know if that makes sense like naturally that's the human part what's that sorry like that's the human part of our existence yes and i mean they both right exactly they both exist together and they both Mm -hmm. matter but we're also kind of yeah yeah I yeah that's how that's kind of how I kind of interpret it all you know is like naturally our bodies are going to go through things and do things and as is our mind it's going to go to different places and we're going to have different emotions and just knowing that our existence our worth our being is more than all of that combined you know like if you think of eternal life we're kind of like jumping off a deep end here but um (laughs) those energies and and that life it always exists you know like mm-hmm. it's funny we were talking about like you know um about peanut here like baby baby on the way and yeah. um Andrew's mom said that her mom who was an, a Christian scientist which is um like a, a religion that yeah just views god in terms of qualities as in principle and truth and love and divine and divinity like that um and their kind of perspective was that life is never born or never dies Mm -hmm. um so this being is someone we've always known and has always been a part of us we've just never met them in this physical life right now you know and it's kind of cool to think of things that way to see life as just a little bit bigger than 
all of this because I think yeah. it's easy when things go on physically with us, we attach to it and it becomes yeah. our truth and it's hard to move away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we feel emotions or we have crazy thoughts, we attach to them and we let them become and consume us. Right. And yeah. so for me, like, this is a choice that I'm choosing to make is to step aside from all of that mm-hmm. and to see the bigger picture that life is about more than that, that we are all about more than that and mm-hmm. trusting in, in the power of that. Yeah, I totally love that. I mean, if you go back to what is Einstein, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Totally. Right. We're all energy. So yeah. we pop in and out of these human shells for existence or whatever have you you know, being here on this earth. And anyway, yeah, I totally, I totally mm-hmm. relate to that because we're all connected and we're all bits and pieces of this source. We're just For sure. energy that is all of the things, right? Mm-hmm. And then we get this gift of having this beautiful experience in this human body. And it's not always starlight and stardust. Sometimes it's uncomfortable and it's, yeah. it's human. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. Well, that's it. So I think it's, and I think that's where this like practicality and spirituality, why I love the blend of those two worlds, because I think you, in the way we are right now, like through meditation and all that, you, you, I think, catch a glimpse that you're more than your body and your thoughts because the pause, right? It's that pause in between things that yeah. recognize, oh, that's my essence, you know? Right, that's the magic right there. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is crazy because you're like, okay, so I'm seeing thoughts come by, but that's not, I'm, I'm, who's aware of those thoughts right now? You know what I mean? Like who, yeah. that's me. I'm the awareness. I'm not the thought bubble that's there. Right. But then we have a body, we have a mind. So those two things, the vessels, we can't ignore either. So that's where this practicality, I feel, comes in where we need to take care of our body. We need to take care of our mindset because both of those affect our ability to tap into our awareness. So that's where I feel like that true mind, body, spirit connection comes into play where this practical and spiritual worlds meet because you can't ignore the fact that we have a physical body right now like yes we are more than that but we have a physical body yeah sometimes the physical body is louder than our awareness Mm -hmm. and if we don't have the tools to get out of that human experience for a minute or at least just get into the pause Mm -hmm. then we can be stuck and attached to that discomfort more than not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if we don't even acknowledge the discomfort ever, mm-hmm. then we're sometimes ignoring things or, you know, so it's like this power of like knowledge is power, ignorance is bliss. I feel like I'm always like mm, right. jumping on both sides of those because <laughs> you don't want to give things more acknowledgement and power than they necessarily need. Cause I think that's when you feed the beast, right? Like oh, that yeah. documentary heal is really neat on Netflix. It's just all about the power of switching your perspective and awareness with disease and things like that. Because when we 
acknowledge a beast and we identify it and we make it ours, we own it, well, then it becomes bigger and it manifests a lot more within us, right? Right. But there's also, I feel like, power in recognizing things and making the right choices and decisions to, to feel maybe healthier or does, does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I mean, we can either, we could recognize the beast and we can either feed it or we can starve it. Ah, so maybe recognition is the best, is the thing. It's that awareness, which it's so true, but hello. Yes. You just kind of brought it full circle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the wolf. It's the wolf. Yes. The wolf. wolf. That I really like that saying because it's true like what we both we all have the two wolves that live with that within us like strength and courage and confidence and fear and so which one do we choose to feed and it's just recognizing I guess that we do have that choice really yeah absolutely right mm-hmm. we have and- that choice it does not always easy yeah. I don't always feel like we have the choice, but yeah, exactly. And I feel like it's in every situation, right? It's like, we're going through this transition right now. What wolf do I want to feed? Like I can choose to feed the confident and you know, the, the wolf that has determination and belief and trust and strength and ride through this transition and believe that it's okay and trust in it and be, feel confident through the, the discomfort and the unknown. Or I can lean into the fear and second guess and the doubt. And mm-hmm. so it's like, no matter what the situation is that's presenting itself, you can always choose what perspective you're going to look at it with. And I think that's yeah. the ultimate decision, right? Like I went over next door to my neighbors from India and we always get into great combos because um, we're planning home birth. So that conversation came up and yeah. um, we were, we were just getting into the fact that, you know, things always happen to all of us in our life, right? There's always going to be situations that, um, happen to us and you can fall into the why me why has mm-hmm. this happened to me or you can be like okay how do I grow and learn through this situation and mm-hmm. so I think that's the big thing it's just like recognizing no matter what situation we're in whether it's uncomfortable not comfortable whatever is going on we can right. always choose what wolf we want to like side with during that time Mm-hmm. Well, and this was another really powerful belief that I, um, this perspective is we can choose to believe that either life happens to us or life happens for us, mm. right? So each situation, life is never happening against us. Right. Once again, it doesn't mean it's always comfortable, right. but ultimately everything is for the greater good of all. Yeah. Right. So it's, yeah, trying to, it's, consciously making the choice to feed which wolf you're going to feed which perspective on the situation you're going to take did this happen to me or how can I see the how this has happened for me how can I see the outcomes that are actually for the best in this mm-hmm. situation because mm-hmm. it's we all know that like we get through a, a shitty uncomfortable time and when we get out of it we're like wow like okay this is I really wasn't that bad or like this is what I've learned through it and it's just funny because 
no matter how many times we go through uncomfortable situations, it's you always forget that when you're in it. Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. Hindsight's everything, right? It's always easier to reflect back on a situation than truly like lean into it and accept it in the moment, you know, but it it is true. It's like, what can we learn through this? How can we grow through this situation? And Mm -hmm. I think questioning myself has been a big thing through that, catching yourself because it's easy to feel, I felt this morning scared that I was unraveling and that I was going to that place of like losing all touch with like myself, the situation, like I was going down a deep, dark rabbit hole and I was letting that wolf take me and drag me through the forest, essentially. Right. And I, I'm scared. No, no, go for it. I was going to say, we got to give ourselves grace, especially at the moment that that happened was on major sleep deprivation at like one hour in the morning, right? That's when those, that wolf can be really loud and strong. Yes, and make you feel like it's the only wolf ever around. You know, I think that's the thing is it's easy to believe and to own these thoughts, these feelings, these emotions, because they are loud. And it's easy to think like, well, because I'm thinking that and feeling it, that's reality. That's, you know, and that's the scary part. And I said to Andrew, like, I'm scared right now. Like, I'm scared. I'm like unraveling and I don't know how to bring myself back, you know? And so it's recognizing that it's okay to go to those places. But what do we do when we recognize we've got to find those tools, those ways these conversations to like Mm -hmm. these perspectives you know just things like that to slowly take steps back because I know postpartum with Phoenix I didn't use any tools for a while and I kept sinking and that was very scary Mm -hmm. yeah and now we know, like for me, I feel like my best therapy too is connecting and having these conversations totally. to step back and see the better picture of or the, the greater picture mm-hmm. and really, <clears throat> yeah, reflect back from mm-hmm. the people that you know are going to feed into like the energy that you really want to see of it, right? The side, the perspective that you know ultimately is your perspective that you yeah yeah that hasn't been clouded and sometimes it just takes like at the beginning I just let it all out right and you just sat and listened and that was probably the most healing part of it all was just hearing myself process through it all and we don't do that right we 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 get lost in our thoughts in our mind and it's like when we actually vocalize what we're going through Mm -hmm. that's when we let it out and I think we process it and we remove it out of us. Yep. Purge it. Exactly. And be like, and then okay, like this is why we work because our conversations go back and forth and we keep expanding from that initial part. But I mean like coming into this, I knew where I already lied. I knew, but I needed to just like let it out and work through it to just really solidify it within myself again because I was just letting it like take me over and not releasing it not having these conversations well that's what just keeps dampening you right so yeah yeah. I feel like if we want to get into the woo again here 
when you said that it was like click bing why i feel this works so well um is when you keep the story in your mind and even if you're gonna like okay i'll try and make this make sense <laughs> sometimes i get a little like ethereal here when you keep it in your mind and the story is happening inside your body, all this energy is just kind of like crashing into itself and it's not really moving through anywhere. You're creating mm -hmm. this blockage. And I feel like I know myself personally, and I wonder if it's a mom thing or a feminine thing, but I feel like a lot of us have like a throat chakra blockage. Mm -hmm. Energy tends to get trapped here, especially when it involves shame and not vocalizing when we isolate and we don't share just to work through our challenges or our situations and then when we when I even if I'm going to record myself on my phone but especially when I'm going to connect with somebody that sees me and helps me shine my light and my truth then I get it out and it just starts moving and flowing and I don't even need you to say anything it's hearing it come out of me and landing on you. I don't know what is in that circle that just like sets me free. And I'm like, oh, it's really not a big deal at all. I got this. Okay, thanks. Yeah, that's how I feel already. So much lighter, so much more confident. Like, okay, things are going to be okay. Like, you know, like you just, yeah, you just feel like you've released some stuff, some heaviness. And well, you think about, Frank, we could take this conversation for hours, but uh, you think about Chinese medicine, acupuncture, like all of that stuff, Reiki, it's all about these energy blockages and these like, yeah, areas within ourselves where all of this blocked and hardened energy just sits and resides because we haven't released it, right? So yeah, I mean, people are on to these concepts for sure. So I think talking and letting it out, you've nailed it. That's a huge part of this release of it all, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what's key that I also, again, love about our conversations and that we connected. Like, thank you so much, Haley, for being you. Thank you, universe, for bringing us together <laughs> because I can also isolate when shit hits the fan or mm -hmm. I'm in a shame storm and that doesn't serve me. That just makes it so much worse. The stories do not serve me and they're not true. Um, yeah. And then I just like spin off. Mm -hmm. But if I just remember, I need just to talk it out. Mm -hmm. Like talk therapy is a huge medicine for my soul. That's a yeah. huge tool. Yeah. That's me through the shit. Totally. Totally. Me too. And I think that's a big thing that I'm trying to lean into right now. Like, thank you for holding the space to just do that. Right. Because that's exactly what I needed is, and recognizing too, that I can't always put all of that on Andrew, right. As much as he yes. is a great, like he kind of like pushed right back and was like, come on, like, it's all good. I yeah. think I needed a bit more to just really process it and to really let it out and he doesn't always have the space to hold for me exactly in that capacity yep yes 100 mm -hmm. percent. that's when <laughs> yeah absolutely i've seen that cycle happen i would try to like make anton be all of the things and typically this would happen in the winter when the stories just seem to like expand completely out of control and then i'm like Bleh. 
he just doesn't have the capacity to have all of those conversations and hold that sure. space for me. For sure. We're so constantly in each other's space, but to be able to have this with, thank you with you mm -hmm. and just, yeah, to, then I can give him a snippet of the conversation mm -hmm. and that goes so much more smoothly. <laughs> so true. Well, I'm already excited for our next Monday therapy session. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Thank you. As do I. I already feel lighter just from this conversation and yeah, just tapping into. Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing, right? Is like, even if you're not going through a sticky transition right now, you know what's going to come down the pipeline at some point. So <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's preparing ourselves with and, and, giving ourselves the tools and things to fall back on during these moments because that's been the only thing that has like is going to help me through this right now is having these conversations recognizing things becoming aware and challenging myself so that I don't go down that deep dark hole and get lost like yes I went there a bit today um but now I'm taking steps back and I think that's part of the work is that you you can catch yourself before you get too far down. Exactly. Exactly. You can release the attachment to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen, sister. Love you, <laughs> Hey, Mighty Mamas. Thank you for joining us today and sharing in the conversation. If you're picking up what we're putting down, leave us a review and let us know what you think. If you think this is just the medicine that a friend or a fellow Mighty Mom needs, share the love and share this episode with them as well. And if there's something else you would like us to talk about or would like us to know, uh, please comment below and we will do our best to get back to each and every one of you and explore all of the different topics and challenges that we encounter in motherhood. Mwah. Lots of love. Together we are stronger. Um, so let's all just come together and um, embrace this crazy ride of motherhood um, as one. Yeah, we are so grateful for you guys for being here and just being part of this. All right. Till next time. Peace.